and welcome back to the Real Positive Girl podcast. My name is Sabrina. Happy Wednesday to you all. I hope that you're having a fantastic day on this Wednesday, the middle of the week. You've made it. Congrats to you. Whether your day is just beginning in the middle or towards the end, you made it. You made it through half of the week. And I just I just pray that you will have the strength and the perseverance, the confidence and the patience to get through the rest of the week. I mean, I definitely need to be praying for all those things for myself for sure. But yeah, again, happy Wednesday. Um, If you are having a really rough day, I always start every episode talking about the five minute reset, which is to take at least five minutes, take more time if you have it, but take at least five minutes to to be alone and to restart, reset, reboot, come back to baseline and take a little mini break for your mind, for your body even. Um, You also could allow yourself to just lay down any issues, problems, burdens that you've been carrying around, things that are stressing you out, things that are causing you to feel super overwhelmed and overworked and just, (laughs) you know, when you have that feeling where you're just going to lose it but you're not there yet. You're almost there. You're like on your last leg. So, um, yeah, I would encourage you to take a little break. Um, also if you're dealing, dealing with any problems that you are dealing directly with someone else that need to be resolved, take some time to come up with a resolution to your problems so that next time you have to deal with it with that person, you can offer the resolution and hopefully solve the problem and move right along. I always like to mention that because it might not be something you think about doing in like a little mental break time because I understand that problem solving and coming with a resolution is actually using your mind but it also it just depends on what's more important to you what would be most helpful right now in that moment Um, uh, so you know maybe you don't need to solve any problems and you just need some mental quiet time either one's fine totally fine whatever works best for you I also always encourage everyone to make a list of at least four things that you are grateful for that can be big things small things medium-sized things you know maybe you're grateful that you were able to eat out tonight and you were able to eat Chick-fil-a for the first time in a while that was for sure me yesterday um it was so good it was so good I was so grateful for my husband to be like okay just grab something on your way home we're all gonna just grab food out and I was like thank you so much so that was really exciting um and I was super grateful for it um but maybe you're grateful that you had some extra time to catch up on a show or some movies that you uh gotten behind in maybe you're grateful that you were able to get some overtime at work because you want to start racking up hours and extra dollars I hear ya or maybe just maybe you're grateful for picking up those sweet sweet deals for prime day believe me I was very grateful. I got a nice little cordless vacuum to vacuum our hardwood in our new home. I'm very excited and grateful for it. Seriously. Super grateful I didn't pay full price. So yeah, anyway, just come up with anything. It doesn't like, like you just heard my list, right? None of those were really big, grandiose, uh, phenomenal things to be grateful for, but they were things that I am truly grateful for. So they doesn't, doesn't have to like meet some sort of expectation or standard for what you're gratitude should be, give me anything you want, which means that the list is endless and you can always find 
at least four things to be grateful for. So give that a shot. And then before you end your um, five minute reset, make sure that you're feeling at least neutral, if not positive about the rest of your day, because hopefully um, creating your gratitude list and taking a little mental break and just calming yourself will allow you to shift your mindset and change your perspective and be able to um, hopefully enjoy the day more. Yeah, that would be really great. Um, but again, I'm not here to diminish your feelings. I'm just here to encourage you to spend more time focusing on the positive and the things that are blessings and gratitudes in your life to help you get through any negative um, experiences that are going on in your life right now. So give it a try, but I do hope on this Wednesday that you're having a fantastic day. Just a reminder that this week we are talking about the top 10 questions to ask yourself on the regular. And today, Wednesday, the two questions that we are going to briefly discuss are how am I nurturing my mental health today and how can I care for myself? Um, excuse me, that came out a little weird. How can I care for myself? So let's just go ahead and jump right in. No surprise that I had to bring up a couple questions that had to do directly with mental health. It's the thing I like to talk about the most. Of course, I'm obsessed that's actually what I went to school for is to be a child psychologist because I love psychology and also um, I had a miserable childhood so I wanted to be able to help children get through all the crap that I dealt with and things that were worse. Um, so yeah, I just love I just love talking about mental health and the importance of it and how we should be talking about it more. We should have less shame surrounded by it. It shouldn't be taboo. It shouldn't be this scary, weird thing. It should be super accepting and just really easy to talk about and more support and um, resources should be available for the suffering in the mental health area. However, that's a whole different debate and topic that I can talk about sometime another time. But let's talk about these questions. And the first question we're going to talk about is, how am I nurturing my mental health today? You know, the reason I want to nurture, <laughs> the reason you want to nurture your mental health is to improve your boundaries, your social connections, emotional health, and overall well-being and you know you definitely want to improve your boundaries if you already have pretty lax boundaries you want to make sure that you're not overextending yourself you want to make sure people aren't pressing things onto you and trying to force you to do things that you really don't want to do or don't have the bandwidth or capacity to be involved with um, and you also want to make sure that you're not um, forcing yourself to be responsible for emotions and people that are just just not your job you know you're not um, trying to take on the heavy burden of making someone happy providing happiness for them when happiness is an inside job for sure without a shadow of a doubt it just is like everyone's in charge of their own emotions everyone is responsible for their own emotions no one else is you can't because even it's tough because even the statements where someone is like oh my gosh you made me so mad honestly if you take a step back and see that from another perspective they didn't make you mad like maybe maybe there's a small possibility that they did that on purpose but more often than not they're not out there making you mad you made the choice to be mad to be upset right so you can't you can't be foisting your emotions and blaming others for causing you to feel the way you're going to feel or not feel the way that you would like to feel because it's not their responsibility 
I'm going to stop myself right there because I did five whole episodes a whole week talking about personal boundaries. If you want to learn more and have me go on and on and on and teach you all about that stuff, I encourage you to go back into the archives of the podcast to listen to that because people that have been here and have heard it all probably don't want me to go super, super, super in depth on it because I already have. So anyway, boundaries, super important, social connections. You know, um, sometimes you need to take a break from social connections, but other times you might need to pour a little bit more time and energy into certain relationships and maybe work on how you are able to thrive in a social situation. So um, nurturing your mental health will definitely help with that. Emotional health, of course, course being able to manage your emotions and understand what they mean and which ones are masking what super important and then just general overall well-being that is the reason why you want to nurture your mental health and nurturing your mental health can also boost your mood and help you strengthen your resilience so that if you are continuing to build a strong mind to defend yourself against falling falling into fits over like judgments and um, miscommunications and assumptions and all that kind of stuff that you're able to be strong and not just like fold and bend over and explode with um, emotions because someone might have said something a little sideways to you you're able to be strong and just let it bounce off of you you know creating that resilience some of the ways you can nurture your mental health are to take breaks from technology. Um, this one's a really big one, you know, because, you know, we, we all be scrolling, right? I am scrolling. I found myself scrolling way too much and I need to figure out something else to do. You know, I have plenty of things to do, plenty of other hobbies that I love to engage in. I need to get off my phone, you know, um, or at least like have maybe an audiobook playing. I mean, doing something else. So um, yeah, taking breaks from technology, it also allows you to step away and realize that Instagram and Facebook and other social medias um, can be a little toxic, you know, and a little um, false reality that you're trying to live in, you know, because you know how they always say that Instagram is just a highlight reel and Facebook is kind of like that too, just a little bit more family oriented and Twitter can sometimes be super negative if you're just not into people being so rude or just real talk, real talk about certain things or attacking other people or politics. It's like there's a myriad of things on Twitter and if you just can't mentally handle it, you should take a break from that. Um, Maybe you don't like the snaps and the chats. I'm not on the snaps and the chats, but maybe that can be a little much too, you know? Um, It just depends, but taking a break from technology, even maybe taking a break from watching TV, if you are just on your endless loop of watching Netflix or any other show uh, like Hulu, HBO Max, you know, whatever it is, maybe you need a break from that. Maybe it's better for you to take walks in the evening after work and not just throw on Netflix. Maybe it'll be better for you to read a book. I really want to start doing that reading more. I have such a deep love for reading, but I haven't taken the time to do it lately. Um, I have been obsessed with reading since I was a kid because I'm an only child to my father and I spent a lot of time alone and reading was like one of my best friends, really. It sounds sad, but it's not sad to me. It's just, it's really not. Anyway, um, but yeah, take a break from technology, even in those ways, not necessarily just social media, but from watching TV, from being on your phone, um, maybe even instead of listening to music which I love music and I need it all the time usually maybe you want to switch to a more calming kind of music just to give your mind a little bit of a break from all the lyrics and all the 
you know, specific beats that you're always listening to. You know, give your mind a little bit of a break. So I encourage you. That's one of the ways you can nurture, 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 like neuter, nurture your mental health. Is take a break from technology. Also, you can practice forgiveness. Forgiveness will allow you to clear things from your mind that you are just so desperately trying to hold on to. Believe me, this is something I have trouble doing. I try to practice forgiveness all the time and I have succeeded in many different um, times. Um, and then there's times where I haven't and I don't even realize that I haven't until I really take a step back and see it from a wider, sorry guys, a wider perspective and realize, no, I'm still holding a grudge so tight, so white knuckle tight. And I encourage you to just let those things go because it's that whole phrase about like, you know, you inflicting pain and like you drinking poison and thinking they're going to get it or whatever. I always mess that up. I've only got it right one time. <laughs> I forget what episode it was, but I've only got that right one time. But you know what, you know what quote I'm talking about. And you're just holding on so tight, hoping that finally one day they're going to see how much pain that they inflicted on you, when in reality, they may never know. And even if they do know, they may never care, right? And you hold it on so tight to use it as some sort of weapon in the future or some sort of defense mechanism to prevent other people from possibly doing the same thing or using it as some sort of warning is not healthy to do at all whatsoever. I encourage you, just let things go. And yes, I am talking to myself right now about this too. Um, I am listening to things I'm saying, you know, and it's tough. I know how tough it can be. It can be so sucky to let things go because you want your pain to be acknowledged. I absolutely understand that. Yeah, you do. But the problem with that is that your experience of the pain is definitely going to be different from the person that you feel like um, caused the pain, right? Because they caused it. And so they're not necessarily going to be able to feel exactly what you're going through unless they're super empathetic. And even then it's still going to be a personal experience of your own. So honestly, you might want to tell them how you feel and see how that goes. And then you have to let it go because holding on to it forever and expecting some sort of, um, response in the future from them, um, some sort of for, uh, reconciliation of the issue and them just doing something out of the goodness of their heart to make it better is slim to none, right? Like, and that's not even being negative. It's just being truthful and honest and seeing the situation as it should be. Now, again, I want to point out, let them know how you feel. Let them know how they contributed to you feeling the way that you're feeling based upon their actions or what they said, whether they realize or not. But then that's all you can do because if they're not going to acknowledge it or they're not going to own up to it or they're not even going to apologize, there's nothing you can do. You can continue to beat that thing dead. But it doesn't mean that they're going to change their mind and how they feel about it, right? It doesn't mean they're actually going to perform the actions that you're hoping that they will. And even if they do, you don't even know if you had to beat it out of them, if they actually mean it um, in truth, you know? So it's just something to consider. I encourage you to practice forgiveness, let things go, acknowledge what's going on, tell them how you feel, and then move on because you holding on to those and keeping a collection of those things is not healthy. It's not going to help you grow and it's not going to help you um, open up more and become trusting as time goes on despite 
what has happened to you. Another way that you can nurture your mental health is to try new things. You know, get out there, explore, experiment, um, really change things up. You know, it gives your brain a different way of thinking about things and figuring things out. You know, um, open some new paths in your mind and it can help you think in more abstract different ways and um, improve creativity. So try and do new things. Another one is to find a way to ground yourself. So this could be like getting out in nature, you know. One of the classic examples is like getting out and getting your bare feet in the soil, in the sand, in the water, in the rocks, like whatever is on the ground of where you live. Just getting out there, getting in nature, breathing it in, you know, doing stretching poses and exercises, um, breathing exercises. These are all things that can like really ground you. And so you can take in the sights and the feels and the smells and the tastes and all of these things um, to really ground yourself. So that is another way that you can nurture your mental health. So I would consider doing some research on that. Maybe I could talk about that, but I don't know if I really have like five days worth of talking about grounding. I'll have to figure out how I can add that into another week of talking about other things. So if you have a suggestion on that, come find me on Instagram at Sabrina, Boy, at Sabrina Joy Peruzzo or at Real Positive Girl Podcast or check my email. It's in the description box. I can't, woo, I'm obviously having trouble thinking at the moment. So yeah, um, the next one is to focus on things in the moment. So much time is wasted worrying about things that have already happened in the past and then being hyper-focused and worried about what could happen in the future when if we don't take the time to experience and enjoy what's happening right now it could just fly by and miss us and then we won't even realize what we missed out on and then we don't know when our time here on earth is going to end I know that sounds negative I don't mean it negatively just facts and I, it, we should spend as much time as we can living in the moment to really soak it up and enjoy it as much as we can. And it's not that we're going anywhere terrible afterwards, you know, I'm praying we're all going to heaven. Um, but God has blessed us with the opportunity to be here, so we should try to enjoy it as much as we can. That's at least how I'm thinking about it. The next one is to take breaks. Obviously, take breaks, you know, take breaks. Um, from thinking about really hard things, <laughs> you know, take breaks away from your home, take breaks away from um, social gatherings and friends. And I don't mean that in a negative way at all. Sometimes we all can just use a mental break from not having to think about those things on the regular, you know, taking some quiet time, some silence, a break away from those things that are in our everyday life, just kind of shake things up and come back feeling fresh and rejuvenated. And the last one I want to suggest for nurturing, 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 good grief, nurturing your mental health is to get more sleep. This is something that I feel at more often than not. I need to figure my life out, um, but yeah, I encourage you to get more sleep, so you feel more rested, you're able to get more done in the day, and you just feel more awake and present and alive. Woo! What a great feeling. Okay, so our next question is, how can I care for myself? And I feel like these questions so easily go hand in hand and are related, but with this question, I want you to think about actual activities you can do to care for yourself you know even though I made a list of ways that you can nurture your mental health um this next one is actual like activities and yes there are activities in the last one but like I said they are related but this one is definitely bringing the specificity tone uh tuned in even more so um 
And you should be trying to do something for yourself every single day, even if something really small, even if it's the teeniest, tiniest of things, but we should all be doing something to care for ourselves every single day because it matters. It matters more than you could probably ever possibly know unless you're already doing it on the regular and you're realizing when you aren't able to do it on the regular, how much you're missing out. So (laughs) I just need you to know that. And you know, maybe caring for yourself is just doing a morning meditation to get yourself off on a good start. This is something I want to start doing. I think it would be super helpful. Even my therapist today was like, maybe you need to do like a meditation to help you r- figure out how to relax because it's a big problem for me. I don't know how to really relax. Um, so yeah, doing a morning meditation, whether it's like guided or not, uh, maybe you're just having quiet time. Maybe it's more of a prayer time. Maybe you're listening to someone talk about positive affirmations or meditation on YouTube or a podcast or an app on your phone. Whatever it may be, it can be any of those things that might be helpful. Or maybe you will do some skincare if you're into that. Maybe that can just make you feel so rejuvenated and like you're really caring for yourself because you're taking the time to go through all your steps to make sure everything is in line and healthy and on its way to that glowy, awesome, amazing skin that you want male or female, whatever. I know a lot of guys that take care of their skin a lot. So if you're into that, maybe that is your option. Um, You could take breaks away from work. That is definitely for sure a way that you can care for yourself because especially if you would consider yourself a workaholic, take a break away from work where you're not doing different work (laughs) during your work break. Do you know what I mean? Where you're just like, I'm going to take a break, but then I'm going to work on something else while I take my break. And it's not really a break. It's just a shift. So I encourage you to take a break from work where you actually think about something else, do something else, get up from your desk, walk outside of your home. If you're working from home, maybe you're working in the office, step outside of the office, step away from your desk, do something so you can kind of like gain that separation and um, just kind of Think about something else. Think about something fun that you're looking forward to, something else that you need to do that you're you're really excited about and that will kind of give you that breathing room so you don't feel like work is constantly on your back. Um, add some exercise and movement into your daily routine. So this can maybe just be doing stretching, yoga. Maybe it's just taking your doge for a walk. Maybe it's actually going to the gym if you like, if you're into that. Um, that's awesome. I love going to the gym and weightlifting. That is my thing. That's my jam. Um, which is coming to an end sadly. And I'm, we're trying to build a home gym to figure that out. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of work, but yeah, working out is great. Maybe like going on runs, maybe just like going on walks with friends or neighbors or whatever it may be, riding your bike. Um, but just find some sort of movement they can do. Maybe you like to do those exercise videos. I just encourage you to find anything, even if it's just walking, which is super helpful and many people stay healthy doing just walking. That is definitely something you can do to take care of yourself. The next one is to engage in a favorite hobby. So this could be like reading, writing, um, doing a sport that you really enjoy, some other activity like knitting or coloring or um, maybe you like to write letters to friends. That's really fun. Um, Actually, I do. I used to do this a lot and I enjoyed it and I want to write back to a friend of mine, but I lost the letter that she sent me. So I have to find it first and then read it and then um, get it back to her. So that is definitely something that I really enjoy doing is uh, writing letters to friends. 
And people love enjoy getting mail, so I'd encourage you to do that. Um, let's see, what any other hobbies? You know, like I said, playing sports. Maybe you like to play games, like board games or card games. Those are really fun. I know I sounded really excited when I said that, but I just realized, remembered how much I love playing board games and how much I miss that and having people around to do that. So just engage in another favorite hobby, and that could be a way to take care of yourself. Another way could be say no to things you don't have time for or the capacity to engage in. Again, that just brings the conversation back to establishing boundaries in your life, saying no even to the people closest to you or that you love. You have to put up boundaries. You have to say no. You have to have limits so that you don't over-engage yourself, overstep your bounds, and become burnt out. My last suggestion for how to care for yourself is to take a nap. I love naps. Nap time is my jam. I understand that a lot of people have trouble with naps. So maybe if you don't do a nap, maybe you can just have a quiet time where you just lay there with your eyes open or your eyes closed, whatever it may be. But maybe you can call it a nap so people will leave you alone and it's really just a quiet time for you to just sit and think and be calm rest your eyes, maybe you'll read some sort of motivational piece, book, whatever, and just be calm and regain some um, calmness. (laughs) That was not very original. Uh, Just to regain um, some of your mental strength and increase your capacity for, for what you're able to engage in and take in for the rest of the day. So um, you have to take the time to take care of yourself because no one is going to take on that task. And if someone is, they are overstepping a boundary they need to get in check. Again, like I said earlier, no one is to be responsible for you and your feelings and what you do. You, Everyone needs to have their own boundaries established and you need to make sure that you are taking care of yourself, not expecting someone else to do that because that's just silly anyway. Why are you expecting someone else to take care of you when you are fully capable of doing that yourself unless it's a very specific circumstance, which I understand. So anyway, you guys, that's it. That's all I have to say about these questions for today of how I am nurturing your mental health and how you can care for yourself. Um, And this episode went much longer than I anticipated, but I'm glad I was able to get all my thoughts out and suggestions to you guys. So again, thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast. My name is Sabrina. I really hope that you enjoyed this. Again, check the description box so you can come and visit me on Instagram or send me an email with any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, feedback, um, topic suggestions, or just to say, hi, hi, hello whatever you want. Um, But until next time, I hope you come back and listen to the next two episodes, uh, the last two episodes for this week with four more questions to ask yourself on the regular. But until next time, have a good one and I will see you next time. Bye guys.